0: hello 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 late night cypher with tank and smitty episode 33 how is everyone doing today uh we are going to be trying something new tonight um we usually play a video game while we do our podcast and talk about topics but we decided to switch it up try something new um and we are going to be doing the podcast separately from the video game portion of the podcast. So from 10 to 11, we're going to be recording the audio version of the podcast that will be available tomorrow on iTunes, Google Music, uh, go- I mean Google Play or Google Podcast, uh, Overcast, um, Slinger Radio, any of those. Um, and of course, Anchor, which we're recording on right now. So... I'm very excited to be doing this because we'll be able to focus more on the topics and really not uh, focus too much on the video game because sometimes it's really hard when you're playing uh, to really talk about a serious issue and then uh, have to play a game too, especially when you're like getting to crunch time and you're about to win. Uh, so we, we figured we'd separate it so we can give each, each of its uh, different things 100% and then we'll see what happens. So uh, what's up, Tank? How are you doing? Wow, doing pretty good, man. Um pre- I'm
1: sore, pretty sore. Did a, a crazy workout yesterday. So, uh yeah. I did like one pull-up, five push-ups and 10 squats. Um set of that, but you kept repeating that over and over again for 15 minutes. So, I'm feeling it. Nice. But it but it hurts so good. It
0: hurts, but it hurts so good, daddy. It is. Um, but yeah, I'm, like I was saying, I'm, we're really excited to try to switch this up. And then you guys can let us know. Um, we had a little bit more participation as far as the chat's concerned inside of YouTube. And we haven't had those same people. Um, it seems like they've converted more to the podcast side of it. Um, so then we figured we, would, we wanted to do Twitch because then we could get more people that actually play video games, watch us play. And we're still going to talk about some of the topics that we're talking about. Uh, in the podcast version, but we're also going to be doing some new stuff and some stuff just off the cuff, not planned out whatsoever because we're gaming. And so we want to focus in on the game, talk about the game a little bit. Um, you know, get, get into talking about the challenges of the game and, and focusing as a team. Uh, uh and cause we're going to be on Twitch. And so and um, focus means quiet. And, yeah. Uh, focus means we quiet. Don't want quiet podcast. Yeah. And podcast quiet really doesn't work unless it's, you know, in between like something heavy or you're doing something. So, uh, we didn't want to do that, but yeah, anyway, so we're here. Um, for those of you who listened, you know, last week, uh, we came back from being off for two weeks cause we were in California, uh, at Tom's wedding. Um, I was the best man in the wedding, of course. And so, uh, I was over there and we were just so busy we just couldn't do the podcast and then the travel and everything like that. So we decided to start up last week. And uh, you know, the wedding went out great. The travel, oh my gosh, it's super long. Um for the guys that and, and gals that did listen last week, you, you already know that. Um we had a great time. We were drinking, uh partaking, having great time in the cipher and just doing bro things, playing video games, hanging out. Um the wedding was awesome. We put it all together. Uh, all the stuff that was there, everyone participated. That was pretty much in the wedding, so it was really hands-on. And then uh, we started getting ready and, and drinking. Uh, uh, Tank's wife, sister brought us a bottle of vodka, <laughs> and it was, <laughs> that was delicious. A, that's you a remember good vodka. the name?
1: No, I can't even remember uh, what it's called. I definitely don't know how to say it in Polish, but um, I, th- I think it's bison grass vodka. So it's just like a bottle of vodka. But there's this blade of grass that's inside of it. Right. And, uh, man, it's like – it gives it this, like, subtle flavor. It's, like, almost, like, fruity flavor.
0: It's, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's it really is. really weird,
1: right? You know, and it's, it's like – Yeah, and it, it – it, there's, like, a really light, light, barely visible hue of, like, a greenish in the vodka in the bottle because of the, the blade of grass. But it's fucking legit. We finished the bottle. Yeah. I think we finished half the bottle. I was wasted before we went out. You were drinking more than me because I wanted to try to make sure I like remembered everything. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know I was I wasted. Mean?
0: Honestly, yeah. I know what vodka does to me, and I always have a good time when I drink vodka. But I always like get like that, like middle, like that high school freshman like blackout phase, where like yeah, one am in the moment. I'm fine. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm drunk or whatever. I know what I'm doing. But the next morning I just was like, What what I do again? And then like people have to like kinda of patch it together and sometimes I remember, sometimes I don't. But I haven't really also been drinking like that because I've been drinking way less and Well, we just we just came on that was the first day we drank
1: yep. after the after the 30 days,
0: we didn't drink. We didn't even have one sip of alcohol the whole fucking month. Yeah, for those of you who haven't listened in past episodes, me and Tank did a challenge where we didn't drink alcohol for 30 days. So it was like from May to June. And then when we got there, we started drinking. And I noticed like even though my tolerance is still high, the way I process the alcohol, like it, it I definitely feel it more. Um, but like I could still drink a lot, but like – you know, I felt it that day, dude. Cause I don't remember anything. Everyone said it. Like I, yeah. I was. Uh, it was funny because I was outside and um, there wasn't a lot of people that I knew per se. Um, because most of the people that were there live in California. I don't live in California, but one of me and Tank's mutual uh, best friends, Matt, he lives in Florida, and his brother, who we're friends with too, he moved to California. Not too far away from Tank, with his now wife, who we also knew back then too, and um, we also had another childhood friend back from high school, like freshman high school days, that moved out there too. So they all came together. So it was a really good time. Like you know, uh, you really don't, you don't. Kind of
1: weird that we all live here. We all wound up because at bo- at one point, our other friend he lived out here.
0: Right, and Mike,
1: I, Matt's brother. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Matt. Well, yeah, Matt lived here for a while, and I mean, we hung out a a few times, but he wound up moving back. But it's just weird that we're all we all
0: went to the same high school, and we're all here in this area. It's fucking weird. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is a little weird, but I guess that's what people do. You know, when like you live in a small city, you try to move to bigger cities to explore and try new things. And like Mike and Megan are definitely like one of those types of people uh, that are kind of into that. They're very adventurous and they go out and they like to do stuff outside and outdoors and try new things. And, you know, so they try yeah, something new.
1: people, man. Good people.
0: It feels like that too. You know, so Phil, we ventured out there and you went out there because of work, but you know, you would be in the same mold if, you know, if it suited you and your, whatever's going on in your life with your family, yeah, yeah. but you would do the same thing. I would do the same thing if it was affordable for me and feasible right now, you know, but, uh, It was really cool to have them out there because it had been a a very long time since uh, we had all been together, Um, at least, you know, me, Tom and Phil, you know, we we were all really good friends. uh, And that's how we all met each other. And, you know, people don't understand that stuff like that doesn't happen very often. Like you go and and I'm not like best friends with Phil like I am with Tank or even Matt or even some other people, but he you know he, we had very good memories with him, you know. Yeah, we have a
1: we have a a real like deep connection, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, we were kids, like we were high school kids figuring we,
1: out life together. Man. Yeah, we didn't crazy. have,
0: you know, we didn't have wives or kids or responsibilities that were you know altering you know what we do from day to day it was just like you went to school and then you did your homework and you hung out or you know some people had to do a little bit more on their end but you know pretty much like that's like the way it was and you know you you get a lot more you know people a little bit more than as people get older not your best friends but when you meet new people you're meeting someone who's been transformed or uh remodeled per se like even myself i'm remodeled like i'm not the same person that I was when I was in you know middle school. You know what I mean? Or or, yeah. or even the beginning of high school or anything like that. Like, yeah, I'm the same core person, but like who I present myself to now is a different person because I went right. through different things. So to know people from their origin per se, it it brings like a totally different vibe. And it was just so cool. And then it just like, it kind of ended abruptly. And I started getting like super emotional and shit. Oh, and yeah, I was, dude. and I was wasted, you know? And so, yeah. like, I, I, you, you got me worked up
1: because I'm like, what do you mean, dude? What's <laughs> going on? <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, what happened? Uh, and then I, I thought it like, I thought it got cut short because somebody got upset about something right and i was like i'm trying to figure it out everyone's looking
0: at me like i'm crazy yeah because we I, weren't the only ones because like mike and me and everyone was like what like yeah. everyone was like why what's going on <laughs> like yeah but you
1: know it just it, that's just the way it worked out i mean yeah you know it just it was it was well you know we you know we got lucky our friends uh let us use their house right so uh we're not at paul thank you probably not listening but thank you anyway probably will never listen <laughs> probably never unless we get but, famous uh,
0: then the men minute my listen then,
1: oh then all your friends come out oh yeah didn't i was i sat next to you in third period
0: sophomore year you know what I'm saying? yeah
1: <laughs> like, and but, you're uh, like that's
0: great you know make yeah. sure you subscribe what, five dollars on twitch please what
1: <laughs> have you done for me lately Eddie? eddie eddie yeah but uh yeah so that's just that's just the way it ended you know people were getting tired there was a lot of kids there too i mean a lot of kids because a lot of our friends have kids and multiple kids so it's like you know the kids are getting cranky everyone's getting cranky yeah. it's, it's just you know it's it's not no one's fault it's just right you go,
0: it was just you abrupt know? you know it wasn't that like it it ended too soon or too late or whatever it was just it was abrupt because we didn't know what was going on on the inside because we were hanging out on the outside you know what i'm saying yeah we, we yeah we stepped outside for a little bit <clears throat> and a lot and of then, carolinas uh... friends were starting to leave and pretty much all of our friends were there still so they probably also thought all right the herds kind of thinning let's start wrapping it up that's true yeah i didn't think about that you know and so what? and it was already like a long day for everybody like it would be different if it was in a hall or something because then you have that hall until like 12 o'clock right. or whatever like no matter what and so even if you, even if you guys leave, we could still chill there until 12, you know what I mean? So yeah. it was, it's like a, it's like a different type of scenario, but it was cool. You know? I had a great time and yeah. everybody was really and nice like, and shit. Yeah. The
1: ceremony went went well, everything went like pretty much how we had, had planned it, you know? And, uh, I was nervous about the vows though. You know me, man, public speaking is like, fuck. Yeah. But not, not, not that the, the wedding sucked, but like what having to deal with it because i don't know like i i really do have a fear of public speaking i've been trying to uh i've been trying to do stuff at work to force myself into positions to where i had to speak just on purpose to get ready to make sure i was comfortable you know that's so like i listen and, to the uh, podcast man hear yourself yeah speak. you're a, yeah i gotta listen to that shit yeah i'll do it tomorrow i got gotcha. you but um yeah get used to hear yourself talking everything you'll be more comfortable i mean do just doing the podcast has helped me a little bit, you know? Right. And, then, you know, I had to do a couple of things at work, right, to speak, just to get myself ready. But, you know, I, it's like, I don't know, fear's not, ra- you know, it's not rational. So, uh, but anyway, I, I think I did all right. You know, I had it prepped, I wrote it out, I memorized it, but I had brought it up there just in case, you know? But, uh, but that went well. Um, you know, then after that, we had dinner we got we had like a taco truck come in they were like in a in a school bus. I
0: was kind of surprised to see that but it was kind of cool. Right. You know? And I didn't and have go- any of it by the way. It was yeah, totally oblivious yeah. to it like I didn't even realize at all.
1: Yeah. But yeah, we it was good though. We had it. I had a couple tacos and all that. And yeah, and then we had you know, done the speeches and uh Was the best
0: man so the food was before the best man speech and all the speeches, right? It was yeah, we ate first, and the the speeches happened kind of while we were eating. That's what happened. Now I'm starting yeah. to piece it back together because after you got married, I don't know what happened after Oh, that. well, we were taking pictures. Oh, I remember that. Forever. Yeah, 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 I remember yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that's just part of it. You but know, then you... after that, like once we left that grassy area in the back where everyone was taking pictures, I uh-huh. could have swore maybe I went back to the room and grabbed maybe more vodka. And then maybe I grabbed some cider. No, you material. did.
1: You, you went in with uh, that guy, the Carolina sister brought. You guys were drinking the vodka in there.
0: Yeah, and yeah, and then I and then I got some flour. I went out front, and then like I was hanging out with everybody, and yeah, that's why I missed the dinner because I was hanging out. But then I know Mike and me. I think Mike and Megan and everyone. I think they got food when you told me. Or whoever told me it was time for my speech.
1: Oh, they they were sitting
0: down eating. Who was I? I, I don't know. Maybe I was talking to yeah. Deborah at that time. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But I was but I, talking I about can't... somebody hanging out. <laughs>
1: yeah, and... I came I and found you, and I'm like, "Hey, dude, you're up next." You're like, huh? I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, uh, "Oh shit!" I was like, I, "I think Sammy went first. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, Sammy already spoke, man. You're up." He goes, "You're like what?" <laughs> Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, hey, it's that time, man.
0: But because, dude, but I you was fucking
1: done. yeah, but you got up there and crushed it, though, man.
0: So you, really, so all you guys say because I don't remember a motherfucking no. word of what I said, dude. I it had, was awesome. I had man. something written pre-written out, and then I I read somewhere that or someone told me something <laughs> like, I don't know where I, I, I learned it from, but it's like you read something over. And then you just when you speak, like, like have an opening and a closer. Know you're open and know you're closed, and like everything else will just fill in like as you start going. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so it's like that's it, man. That's all I needed. When you, I remember you you got
1: up there and you were like, uh, "Now nah, me and Carolina didn't always didn't get off to the right foot <laughs> in the beginning. In the beginning, <laughs> you said something like that. Yeah, you're like." But that's because we're a lot alike. Yeah, and you're like, we both love this man. You pointed out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so funny. Yeah, dude, it was good though. It was a good speech, man. Yeah, it's great. It was awesome. Did anybody then, tape it or no? Um, I don't know. I thought I'm still waiting from uh, Mike to get the GoPro videos. Yeah, he might like taped he take, He taped that video of you. Uh, with the eyebrows walking down. Yeah. That, that shit's shit clutch. fucking funny. Dude. Yeah. That shit have me
0: cracking up. Yeah. That's definitely but, uh, clutch. I should, I'll probably post that on the page. Uh, yeah. On the Facebook should. page. And by <laughs> the way, guys, I know I got to mention this too. Uh, it, I want to see you on the fucking pages now in comment. And I know you're listening. Cause I see that you're listening. Comment on the page, man. Let's hear from you. Facebook.com slash late night cipher with tank and Smitty. Um, And go on there and comment. Let us know what you think. And then, you know, always, as always, youtube.com slash practice space films to check out the video game portion and previous podcasts that we did. Um, But for people just checking in, if you're checking in in the middle, where you're kind of just jumping around, we're changing the format. And so we're going to be focusing in. Uh, mainly on the podcast at 10 o'clock recording for tomorrow's release on Wednesday. And then we're going to be doing the YouTube page is going to be just pretty much strictly video game playing, talking about the game, talking about the strategy of trying to win at that moment. And then we'll be throwing in talk anyways, because we're, you know, we're fucking, that's what we do. And yeah. so, that um, we do it. So yeah, we're, so we're definitely going to be changing it up and, you know, let us know what you think. And we're going to be doing that giveaway too. um, we talked about it in the last episode, and I'll get into it more after we finish uh, talking about the wedding. Um, we're, gonna, we're It's going to be a riddle, um, and so Tom came up with a riddle, and then if you guys – the first person to answer it and get it to me uh, gets the gift card, it's going to be a $50 Visa gift card. We'll send it to you um in uh 35 to 75 weeks time <laughs> like those like remember, <laughs> you remember you remember <laughs> no but we'll send it we'll send it to you probably no 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 um
1: we'll send you we'll send you five dollars for the next 20 months
0: every other month yeah, for, <laughs> yeah dude, remember <laughs> like when you were a kid things? and they had those stupid cd things for like a penny that you could buy, oh and shit, yeah, but then you really sign up for like some subscription, and then you wind up waiting like fucking four and five months before you get the CD. It's not even hot no more. You know, you want to yeah. listen to it and shit. You like fuck this album. Um, That's funny, but no man, uh, the, but yeah, but yeah. So we did the the best man speech, and then I don't remember what happened. After, so I don't remember the best man speech. Yeah. So and then I walked off, and then like I went back out front, but I don't remember anything else. I didn't did- the cake cutting. I oh yeah yeah. I don't know if I was so- there or not. I feel like I was but you were
1: there oh, yeah okay. you were there um yeah cuz so so we did the best man speech and then uh i think Renata spoke and uh uh Julie spoke Carolina's sister Renata is the person that we you know that let us use the house she spoke um maybe i don't think maybe Carolina's mom spoke i'm not sure um no i think she spoke when we did the ceremony when we had to do the shots of vodka mm-hmm. and eat the bread um that's like a Polish tradition. The vodka is the bitterness of the marriage, I guess. And the fucking bread. I can't remember. I have to watch the video. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so yeah, she spoke during that, but then, um, yeah, after that we did the cake cutting. Uh, we cut some cake and, uh, Car- Caroline made the cake and it's, it was fucking awesome, man. I like, I was, when we were planning for the wedding, she was talking about how she wanted to do it. And, uh, she had a good idea. It's, it's kind of like a, I think they call it a semi-naked cake, where it's like, there's a bunch of flowers on top, and the sides are kind of bare, but, um, so, so she wanted to do that. She had made one, and she's like, I want to do that for the wedding. I didn't really want her to do it, because there's too much other shit to worry about, you know? So, right. i yeah, just, just pay somebody to do it, but she fucking, she's like, I want to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm like, all right, do it. So she does it, and it fucking came out awesome. Man, it was fucking great. The cake tasted great. Um, She's an awesome baker. She's got a a little side business called Caro's Cakery. So you can check that out on Facebook. She does some awesome work. But, um, yeah, so she made the cake. We did that. We didn't smash it in each other's faces. You know, we we had talked about uh, that beforehand. We didn't want to do that. Right. You know, so uh, we didn't do that. But had the cake. Dude, I only had one fucking slice. Because, dude, the night went crazy for me, too. Like, I, I just remember trying to run around, trying to talk to everybody. Right. And, you know, I was coming outside with you, going back in. I, we were still drinking afterwards. So there's bits and parts, bits and pieces that are, like, kind of, like, vague for me, too. <laughs> but, but it's not like, you know, it's not like I, I blacked out. But, uh, but you know, we were going back and forth. and It was, like, you know, one thing to the other. It was, like, ceremony, pictures, dinner.
0: Yeah, how it cake. Goes, man Boom.
1: Boom. And then so we got done with the cake and then we started dancing. You know, we did the uh the bride and the groom dance. Um we did that. Carolina danced with her dad. I danced with my mom. My mom flew out from Florida. Um and then Yeah, then we just danced and I remember being in there for like maybe twenty, thirty minutes, and then I went back outside and then that's It seemed like the point after that, it was like it went too fast for me. Yeah. You know, it was like it was like party's over. But it was so much fun. Everyone had a great time. Um, It just that's the way it is. You told me because you you shot a lot of weddings. You're like, dude, it's going to go so fast. Yeah, it does. Dude. Yeah. They go so fast. And you were right, man, because my my first marriage, I didn't I didn't do all that. I just uh, went to the courthouse. Right. You know, it was like one and done. We had a keg, went back to the house and everyone came over and got wasted. But
0: yeah, it goes really fast because every moment of the day is consumed with something you've never experienced or at the very least haven't experienced in quite a bit of years, you know, so you're, you're just consumed with like, you know, because as soon as you like walk in then you're like drinking and you're eating shit and you're trying all this stuff and then people are talking to you the whole time and you're catching up with everyone and then, yeah, man, that's, that's usually how it goes. So yeah. You know, but it was fun, man. It was.
1: We went back to the house, got some jack-in-the-box. and
0: You you the guys out. got jack-in-the-box. <laughs> oh, yeah, you didn't get it. Dude, it's so weird when, like, weddings, I just don't like to eat all that much. Even when I work, I, like, if I eat, like, very, very, very late at night, I just, like, I don't like feeling bloated with food when I got to do activities or, like, engage with people because, like... You know, it's just not good, dude. I don't like it, yeah. man. Start getting those bubble guts and shit, then you're shitting oh. everywhere and it's like, dude, I let me keep a clean stomach full of alcohol and we ha- we're gonna have a fun day. <laughs> <laughs> but don't muddy up
1: don't muddy up the water with that food shit. But uh
0: talking about muddying up the waters, uh there's a lot of shit going on right now with the uh Trump administration. Uh, with this whole um, immigration stuff where families and children are being separated uh, because people are trying to come over the border. And it's tough because this is deeper than just the issue itself, you know, because the issue itself is pretty simple if you think about it. Um, You have laws set up as a country, and this is not America. It's uh, a lot of other countries as well. You know, you cross the border illegally, not legally, you're gonna be, you know, prosecuted according to whatever those those laws were. And even in the past, before it was so modernized, um, you know, when you went into a new land, you know, it was a dangerous thing because you don't know the culture and the social uh the, the social ways of the people that are there. And you could be running into people who speak different languages or come from, you know, different it's, places and he, it's gotta be crazy if the your
1: situation is so bad that you're willing to go somewhere else
0: that you're not familiar with you know what i mean yeah no absolutely you know? i mean it it's it's a natural thing for people to migrate i mean people have been migrating since we known humans since the fucking bones that they find in the ground like going back to i don't know how old they say the first human is what uh, i don't know where the i don't fucking know. it's gonna be yeah, least, is no it like a hundred thousand years is it even that is it that far or is it is it shorter this might be
1: further i think that fucking you know that I, I was this to a podcast that doll that not doll that little thing called lucy that they think is like y- you know they think it's the link between apes and humans or whatever
0: yeah that
1: i think that was like 2.5 million years ago or some shit like they that. gotta
0: look that shit up and see but either way it's fucking pretty old yeah. okay and people yeah, have been fucking yeah. doing For this forever time. and as we modernize we're we're putting up more borders in more ways than one. Um, I mean, you have the borders that in the walls that like President Trump want to build and then the natural borders every country has. And then we have social borders now, you know, um, we're separated in different ways and we have been for most humankind. You know, we don't have the very last of that was, you know, when the nuclear family kind of took over um, and families started dispersing because job opportunities came up. Um, In America, you used to have like, you know, in, in Staten Island here in New York, you know, you got these big Victorian houses everywhere and like your whole family lived in there. Your grandma lived there, your mom, your dad, the kids. Their kids usually, and then as people died, you know, people transferred houses and land over to people, and that's how mostly people lived. But after, you know, after the nuclear age and after World war, I mean, during the nuclear age and then World War II and all that kind of stuff, uh, where America began to flourish, job opportunities and things started to spread like crazy. So then people started going out of their way to venture and find better opportunity, and and we started changing how family structures are. We started changing how we interact. Um, that's just one way of, of doing that because people and their neighbors, I mean, you you were so dependent on your neighbor neighbors in so much of human history. It's not even funny. Your neighbor was your lifeline. They protected your yeah. family. They were almost probably like brothers and sisters. And obviously you hated some of your neighbors and not like just any other social circle that happens, but it was a community. And as time went on and accelerated, we've divided ourselves so much where the walls are thicker. you can't even hear noises anymore, but the ones that are in your own home. And and it's like, it's, it's so isolated where, you know, people don't even know who their neighbors are, never spoken to their neighbors, never. And then you literally live less than, you could some people can reach out and touch their neighbor's house and so i think humans are changing now you have online stuff where the way you date the way you meet friends the way you go and do things it it's not predicated on on human emotion on being present um those types of things And I think it's starting to tear on how we look at these issues so cut and dry. It's like a right and a left issue. But no, it's not. It's a humanitarian issue because we're talking about humans here. And if we want to progress as humans, we need to stop thinking as everything is borders. We need to start opening up a little bit things a little bit more. Um, And it's tough. I know it's tough because people on the other side saying, well, who's going to pay for all these new people? You know, and because it's not about the it's not about the job thing anymore. Because if you don't have a high school diploma, if you're not a legal resident of America, of the United States, then you can't take certain jobs from people. So let's stop with that shit. And
1: and you know what I mean. I got something else to say. Like, you know, the, a lot of the jobs I, I think, or that I've heard that some of these illegals are taken. Ninety percent of America is not going to do those jobs.
0: No, you know, no one wants going to pick out oranges and vegetables,
1: picking, oranges, picking vegetables construction jobs you know all kinds of shit we don't want to do that shit we're
0: lazy you know we don't want to
1: do that fucking shit so i don't want to hear yeah the job thing is bullshit
0: and i'm telling you right now i've seen it because my friend's dad when we were younger and i'm not that old so people who are listening if you're younger um i'm only 33 so like you know when i was like 12 or whatever so 15 years ago um he had like construction companies and he did these things where he cleaned up stuff and he would pick up Mexicans to do work. And every time you rolled up there, you didn't see no white dudes, no black dudes. They were all fucking Mexican dudes. And even to this day, because I know someone in my family who works construction and we go and grab some Mexicans sometimes to do stuff. And I'm telling you, there's no white dudes. There's no black dudes out there. It's all Mexicans. And because, because we don't, black and white people don't have to do those jobs anymore to, to make ends meet because a lot of times you're a legal citizen. And so you don't have to do something off the books like that to make ends meet. So we really need to stop using that as an excuse as if they're eating up all these tax dollars. Now the programs and the different things like that, that people discuss a lot of it have to do with also with school, with schooling, you know what I mean? Because like, you're paying for all these kids school lunches and you're paying for all this stuff. And it's like, that's where it's coming down to where people are picking on little kids and, and shit and being like, Oh, well, we're, we're sending too, we're using too much aid on kids that come here from other countries. But it's like, but that,
1: but that's easy to say, but um, where's like the evidence of the money being spent on the kids from another country?
0: Yeah.
1: I I haven't seen anything. Have you?
0: Uh, I haven't seen anything. My friend mentioned to me that I think we wind up paying like $22 um, a week or or, or a paycheck on different funding that winds up getting distributed to all these different, I guess, like social programs that help people like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But
1: okay. So $22 a week, but what, what percentage of that $22 is being misused or is there even a way to tell? I'm not you sure. Know? Yeah. It's, it's like, it's I you know, you hear that argument cause like I don't have a stake in the game cause I'm not political and I haven't paid attention to politics for the, until the last like year or two. Right. Right. Really when Trump got in the office, that's when I started to listen and, you know, understand and try to understand shit. But, um, I don't care either way, but I just hear from both sides, lame arguments or everyone keeps regurgitating the same fucking information. Right. Um, but wow. it's just like, I don't, know, I don't even want to hear that, you know, because there, there's no way to tell that. There's no way to tell that, you know, even if it was twenty five, seventy five. Right. Let's say twenty five percent of the people. Are abusing it or shouldn 't get it should the other seventy five percent suffer because of that right i don't think i don't think so you know I think it's something you just have to disregard and throw out, not even worry about it like there's other arguments probably that are to be had about why it is the way it is mm-hmm. I, but i just the 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 percent how much money you 're spending for that and the taking the jobs thing is bullshit you know? and i just
0: can't even listen to that and also and also you know a huge problem that they have is with the drugs that are being crossed over and the criminals that are, that are crossing over. I get all that too. um, And I understand that, but I don't really think um, you'd have to show me some hard numbers like that. The amount of people that are traveling over here that are criminals that are then committing crimes here as well. um, As far as if you opened it up with the Americans that are here, how much of a factor do they play into it? And so now you're trying to pick holes, like you're trying to fill all these little tiny holes. When we have so many huge holes in this country, and the problem is, right, right. is that Donald Trump wants to build a wall. And what's happening, and, and what's really bothering me, is not the wall. I'm uh, here's the thing about the wall. I have no problems with that. That's what I don't understand. What people are going crazy about? Yeah, I would actually prefer a wall because if you're going to put people out there and waste fucking funds and money, which they do now to patrol. There's no way you could patrol all of that land. They know that. The people that are crossing over know that. And it's a ton of a fucking shitload waste of money right now. I never thought about that. I'm not cutting you off. But like the amount of money
1: it takes to put people out there to man the the border. What is that amount per year? How much is the wall going to cost? And when does
0: it pay itself off? Right. And here's the thing about it too. So if you're going to waste that fucking money, I get it. Build a wall, but it's got to be done right. That's first off, okay? Because you got to build a wall that's literally yeah. impenetrable, and it has to be that way. It has to be like a fucking 10, 15-foot. That's foot. a big fucking wall. It's going to have to be a, a big wall where, like, dude, it's not going to be easy. Like, if you cross over, you're going to have to be the man because it's not going to happen easy. And then you're going to have to man that man – man that – sorry, man that wall quadruple the amount that you man it now because now you have now that you have that wall up, if you're not manning it for hours at a time or it takes, you know, maintenance one guy that's in a fucking rover that it takes him thirty minutes to cross back and forth, trust me, they will have someone sitting there knowing It's not that hard, dude. People think like people are dumb, but like there's a reason why humans have survived forever. It's not that hard to just imagine that I'll just sit here and watch to see how many times this guard passes by and I'll figure out his schedule and then I'll know. I'll have a 30-minute fucking window to get over the fence and go where I need to fucking go. So, I mean they're going to have to man it. A lot better, and that's going to cost money. So it's not just. And here's what he's asking for: he's asking for 25 billion dollars to build this wall. That's a lot of fucking money. Uh, even Republicans were like, maybe we can give you like 1.6 billion, and then over time. And he doesn't want it. And here's the thing: I understand that. How much? How many millions does he want? 25 billion. Billion. He wants okay. 25 billion to do the wall, but I don't know if that entails like all of the things that we were just talking about, or if that's just to get the wall up and you know what I mean? Up and running, but I don't know if that includes all the other stuff we we're talking about, like manning the wall and making sure it's all good to go and, and upkeep and maintenance and all that type of shit, you know, because people are going to be damaging the wall trying to get in and dude, you can't, and people can't look at them as like bad people for doing that. They're trying to make a better life for themselves. We, in you know, this country, we are separated by generations of people who had to do those types of things. Like um, my wife's grandfather, my grandfather and his family, like going back, like they had to come here and they had to do different ways to get here because it's a better life and anyone's going to do that. And it really saddens me that people say, Well, what kind of parents are these people for dragging their kids through this thing where they might get raped or killed or this or that? Like that's neglect of the child. And I'm like, you selfish – motherfucker you don't realize that they're doing the best they can because they know if they stay where they're at they're done for there is no future so they know if they can get to america they can have a future maybe their kid can grow up speaking english like they weren't able to and they can go to a school here in america and get a good job and maybe do something really cool with their lives so they this is no different than a slave crossing over a particular land to freedom mm-hmm. this is no different than a settler that comes in a boat that's that's not accepted where he's from and comes to a new land where there's no different than what we did that's what to i'm get saying out here. with the boat yeah. coming over here it's no different than any person trying to make their life better because they consider this better if they didn't think america was better they wouldn't come here okay so it's like don't look at them so badly because they're just trying their best to make a better life. We're blessed. That's why I hate when people. You'll never catch me burn an American flag. I'll protest it. I'll I'll make pictures or what have you like that suggests like political themes, but I won't burn the flag. I won't do any of that. Like we're very blessed to be, have been born here in the age that we were born. America is not guilt-free. They've done a lot of fucking different things throughout history that they should be condemned for like every single nation. But we have some things that we're able to do here, including this podcast right now that you're just not allowed to do in a lot of places in the world. And and you know what? Yeah, it's not everywhere. Yeah, fucking maybe in Norway they're they're the best. Cause all you ever hear is, Oh, look what they're doing in Norway, look what they're doing in and in, in Denmark. Look what, like, yeah, okay, dude, they're doing that now. Good for them. But I'm just saying, like, we have opportunities and we could say things and do things that a lot of places can't do. So don't always yeah. knock America. Just hold them accountable. But yeah, and t- it's you know,
1: it's a young country too. I mean, you know, it's what, two hundred and fifty years old since we first got here bro you know look 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 at everything that's been built up and then it's kind of amazing but
0: yeah um we're still learning man you know we're learning everyone's learning and i think like europe has had a long time and trust me like if you go to europe people forget about this too if you go to like england and shit there's black people that live there they had their own fucking shit separate from ours Like they were dealing with shit too. This is just not America. Like black people in England were slaves and they fucking went through their whole uprising just like here, you know? And so they have their own story. You know what I mean? Like people have their own story, but like races for the most part, Europe has been able to deal with different influxes of races because of the way it's just built and how a lot of places are connected that I think, like you said, America is young, and I think we're still trying to learn how to live with all these different ages and races and, and and all this stuff because for such a long period of time, it was dominated by one race. And even then, when the dominance started to come down because of the laws, there was still a social dominance that existed even – that it still exists even to this day. Not as bad. It gets better every day with new generations coming out, but – uh it's tough, man. It's, it's really tough. And one of the things like we were talking about, I feel like everyone, and, and I do think America needs to pull back. Like, I really do think that like, we need to worry about ourselves a little bit more. We need to bring jobs back here in this country. And I, and I honestly think we shouldn't allow companies to really fucking go and get, uh, I uh, have opportunities to have someone else build their products for $2, $3 right, an hour yeah. and then but sell it for full price here.
1: You, the hard thing about that is, you know, they're, the, a lot of the stuff that we have and we buy is cheap because the labor is cheap. Right. You know? And, and so if you then bring it, bring the production back to America, you're going to have jobs out here, but.
0: But it's also it's a cheaper going item dri- though, too.
1: But it's going to drive prices up because these companies still want to make the same fucking money that they did before. Well,
0: that has to change, right? But That's got to change. But what yeah. also has to change, what also will change in the process is like you just said, It'll drive the prices up, but then Americans have more of a right to know what they're making their shit with because – You have stuff in this country that was made in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s that still works to this day, and it's very hard to find a product that's made today that will last as long as those products do because they don't make them with the same materials that they used to make them with. They make them with cheaper plastic, cheaper electronics that burn out, and they do it purposely because they want you to buy the new model. They want you to spend money, and so it's – so that has to change too because if – it's what
1: the what the goal is is to sell the maximum amount of product product, right? Capitalism for the highest price you can at the lowest cost you can make it at right. That's what it all is about, and you I know, get it. Get that margin. That's
0: that's why things are going to be expensive. I think if that happens, and, but. but it's expense. Like for instance, there's a there's a double bass pedal that I love for drums. It's called Access. It's made in America. It is the one of the best. Double bass drum pedals you'll ever find, and it's sturdy as a motherfucker. It will not break, dude. It just won't, right? The way it's made, it's designed. So, yeah, you're paying more. Like, you can get, let's say, an Iron Cobra, which is a very, very good double bass pedal, or a bunch of junk below it. But for a hundred bucks more, you're going to get something that's going to last for a long time. And yeah. You have to replace minimal parts yeah and we, yeah. we yeah. need to get back to that as a country we need to get back to that where we're using good shit and listen it, a company is still gonna like be on top so if you make a hundred billion maybe you make only 25 billion or if you're you make a hundred million maybe you only make 25 but you're still gonna make 25 bro you know 25 is a
1: lot yeah like what why do you need to make 50 million
0: why you know, yeah, there's so, just no, there's there's no, no reason. reason for that. The you disparity of wealth in money. this country is absolutely crazy when you look at how many people have most of the money and who doesn't but who actually turns the, the world. It's the people that don't have. And I, it just – it's crazy. And I think you're asking Americans to pay for a wall for $25 billion. And here's the thing. Like I said, the wall makes sense if you can man it, do everything, get it built. But – I don't think he's going to be able to build it in time. No. He's two what years if it... through his presidency. He's not very well liked at all on the left at all. Even when he does something good, they don't like him. And Republicans really don't like him. They just don't have a candidate or a candidate that was good. At, like that was like we have no choice. We have to like him. He's right. the president now. Yeah. But if the Republicans were able to get a candidate to push up, they would much rather have had one of those guys, but the people connected with Trump. So it's up to the Democrats to put a guy or a gal that's going to be better to to pull it in and what happens if they do you know damn well what's going to happen halfway through the wall building the new democratic president's going to come in just like trump has come in and like every republican or democrat when the new president comes in they try to strip down everything the former president has done to make a point in a statement be like this is why you elected me because these laws are bad now i'm going to give you the good laws but those good laws only work for the people that voted for you then there's 50 percent of the country that those laws don't work for and so then when they get their president they're going to remove all your shit and and it really makes no sense divisive because you set people back it's It's counterproductive you never make any growth that way instead of being like you know what it's not maybe the best idea but it does work for a lot of people so let's try to modify it so that those people will still be able to benefit from it, but the people who aren't will have a play too. That's the best
1: way to approach a situation. I just had a a weird theory about the wall. Like, what if... All right, so you know, like, war can be a profit center, right? right? Say whatever you want. Somebody's profiting, you know, whatever. You know, vehicles have to get made. Guns have to get made. You know, it costs a lot of money, but there's also a lot of profit in it, I think. But what if this wall is a way to stimulate like the economy, you know, because it's going to create a lot of fucking jobs, a lot of jobs, and a lot of materials. Right. And now I'm not, I'm not justifying the wall. I'm just looking at it in a different like way. Right. What, what if that's the plan, you know, instead of declaring war on, you know, terrorism or declaring war on a country or something we don't like, What if it's like, this is the war, you know, this is the profit turning center to stimulate the economy of our time is build this fucking
0: wall between us and Mexico, you know? The only reason why I think maybe that wouldn't work is because everything with when it comes to building stuff like that, it's going to cost so much that I don't know if it will, the jobs like the materials will benefit. But it'll only benefit a small amount of people. Like it'll mm-hmm. it'll benefit the steel company that has a contract with the right. government. It'll benefit the wood company that has a contract with the government. But I don't think
1: it's I don't think it's designed to benefit any one person or all people. I think it's just designed to exchange the flow of cash. You know, between like, hey, I worked overtime on this wall. I got a hundred extra bucks. I'm gonna go spend it on myself right, right? now. Someone's out there buying product. Right now that product's being bought. Now there's more manufacturing because sales are up. You know, what if what if it's being thought of like that? Like it could maybe, be maybe you know what I mean? It could it could that's what I look at. It. it
0: could be. I mean, I it could be, but I think a better route would be to legalize marijuana federally and then tax it. I think that would be a better way to go about things because what you're doing is you're getting free money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone else is making a product and putting the front like, basically, like, the government's a mafia, and, you know, the person sets up the storefront, they get the product, they get the employees, and they carry all the risk, and then they pay the government a tax off of that, and the government it basically is getting free money. And, yeah. And, yeah. And it's already happened in Colorado. It's, and it's it's money
1: already being spent.
0: Right. Yeah. It's It's already money yeah. being spent, and Colorado has already done it, and now – after paying taxes and doing all this kind of stuff and the money is now being used on like fixing up the city. So all these like, cause they just came out and said they're about to build some $1.5 million center, this all kind of shit based on just marijuana money alone. And so that's something that booze is just not doing. And yeah. when you combine that with the medicinal value, the social value that it brings, And all the physical values it brings as far as making products, that is the way the future is moving. And so here's the thing. Here's the play I think Donald Trump should do. He's already mentioned it. Last week, he mentioned that he would be up for listening about legalizing marijuana federally. And the reason why this plays so well is because everybody knows that Donald Trump is really a Democrat. The way he approaches things – he, he doesn't re- he doesn't approach things like a conservative Republican, which is pretty much what their party preaches and tries to preach. Donald Trump. He does not represent the Republican Party. He represents people that do have a lot of those same Republican values based on title, but not the, the way that he talks and the things that he does and the way he goes about things is not what Republicans vote for typically. But the Republican candidates were really, really, really weak. I think by him legalizing marijuana, it will be very favorable for the Democratic side of the the table. I think because I think that if he does that, people will look at him in a different light and be like, wow, like no one has ever came out and done it like this. Not even Obama. Yeah. You know, and and like because and, and Obama couldn't. You can't be the black guy that legalizes <laughs> marijuana.
1: Oh my God. I <laughs> you never just thought of that. You
0: can't dude. You just can't, you can't be that guy, dude. It just, you can't be that guy. And so
1: there should be a comedy skit about that. You got to write on that. D-
0: he can't be that. It just, people would be expecting it and it would just look bad on black culture. And like, they weren't trying to do that. They were trying to show that black people can run this office with class and respect like anybody else can. And I think whether you agree with his politics or not, I think he did that. Yeah, I think he accomplished that, yeah. and, 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 And you know what? I think Trump can really make a big play. And you know what? If he legalized that, I'm, listen, there's consideration that I might have to think about voting for the guy. And people will be like, what are you talking about? Because I didn't vote for him last time. But if, if marijuana is a huge thing for me, dude, for a lot of different reasons. And if he allows it to where it's federally legal, that means that all these different. Dr- Like bio companies that are using marijuana to try to cure serious diseases don't have to go through the 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 loops the the loopholes to try to fucking get shit done. They could just fucking get shit done. They can start more studies. You know, dude, you might look. People be signing up for those studies. They'd be like,
1: hell yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: All week. What kind is that? Oh, it's supposed to help anxiety.
0: I'll smoke it all week. You know, (laughs) but. But because it's a schedule – because it's a schedule one drug, they may, they're they not able to test it in certain ways with certain people right. because it's illegal to use schedule one drugs as like testing shit um, for, for medical stuff. There's ethical things going on. And so I think that they could do whatever they want if it's recreational everywhere, and I think you'll see a lot of advances in medical marijuana, and I think that if that happens – If that truly happens, people need to jump on medical marijuana uh, companies and bio companies as quickly as possible because when that – I want to jump on it now, but it's just like I don't have the money to really dive into it the way I need to. But now is the time to really be jumping and sitting on shit because when that shit fucking hits, dude, it's going to hit hard and people are going to make a lot of fucking money because if that happens on a federal level – the fucking stocks will shoot through the roof because now these companies that have to, like I said, go through all these hoops, they don't have to go through them anymore. They could just fucking do whatever they want. They could start fucking opening facilities in multiple places. And then like you say, which generate money, which generate profit, which generate grants, which generate loans. And so like all these fucking places, just everything just fucking shoots up. And you might look back 10 years from now when we have the cure to some kind of thing or some fixing different ailments using marijuana creams and all sorts of different shit well because he legalized it and he he may you may look back and say man he was a fucking socially he was just a piece of shit but he actually was able to get some shit but done. you know what though so like, i think
1: before you do that before before marijuana is legalized you better have your fucking i almost said it again irrigation your immigration plan You better get that squared away because there's going to be a lot of people trying to come here. I think absolutely if if it's legalized. So maybe there's a fucking grand plan here that nobody's seeing or nobody's paying attention to because they're all focused on the negative. Maybe the plan is to rile up the left, get them active and say, all right, maybe we won't build a wall, you know, but we have to reform our politics, get them to the table. You fucking agree on something. You make a plan that works for everybody for border control, for uh, immigration,
0: and then you legalize marijuana. I'm calling it now. If it happens, you heard it here. (laughs) I mean, if he could, I mean, if he could do that, because you know what? He might have to. And because he may not get the money that he wants to get, I'm actually pretty much assured that he's not going to get the money that he wants, because I honestly don't think it's possible. And so you have to find another way to generate money. And so I think if you do that, I think that you can generate a lot more money fairly fucking quickly. Um, But here's the thing. Again, this is all happening so late into the game. He's two years in. Now, his supporters obviously are saying he's going to get reelected. The Democrats don't have a candidate that's strong enough to beat him. Dude, as proven – you don't have to be the best candidate to win. You may like Trump, but he is not the best person to run this country. Let's be real here. There's some fucking doctor, scientist, fucking architect, that's, some yeah. career politician somewhere that's better equipped to run this country both socially and fucking globally like i i I like to be like i am i'm pretty much america's the leader of the world in in a sense Uh and i think that there's other candidates that are better but these are the people that we had to vote for so just because you voted for him doesn't make him the best you know what i'm saying yeah it's just what you had to choose from and so that doesn't necessarily make him the best because a lot of people that that should be aren't and They may not have a candidate on that side, but if enough people come out to vote, it doesn't matter because we've seen Trump is realistically – come on, dude. Like he's not the best. I'm not saying any of the – Hillary was the best either because I didn't like her and she's a fucking career liar. But I'm just saying like it's not necessarily the pieces. It's the people moving the pieces. So it's the the parties. That's first of all because if that was the case, Bernie would have been running against Trump, but they didn't think – Bernie was strong enough to run against Trump, and so that's why they went with Hillary, but what they didn't realize is when they didn't pick Bernie, they lost the young, college-educated white vote because they just didn't come out and vote because a lot of people didn't like Hillary Clinton. That's true. So yeah. and so, But they might have a candidate, and now everyone's furious with Trump. I'm telling you, man, a lot of people, like even yourself, like you were saying, I didn't really follow politics, but now you're fucking back into it because of the climate that we live in now, so – whether you whether you 're smart or you 're dumb whether you you 're good or bad whether you're you 're this or that now everyone 's coming out of the woodworks and playing a little role socially in politics and it 's going to show in this election i i 'd be surprised if there is like record people coming out to vote this time um, because the next election that comes yeah. because there's going to be so many people that don't like Trump that they're just going to come in waves just to vote for whoever is not Trump, and so the people exactly. that voted for. Yeah. And here's the thing: if the candidate is halfway decent, and can and, and can be and can be good with his words and speak very good and and have composure up there and, and look strong. You will pull some of those Republicans because there's a lot of Republicans that don't like Trump, but they like the Republican Party, but they may not want to sign up for another four years. And so you might lose some of those fringe young Republicans depending on how Trump finishes. You know, So you're not guaranteed that this man is going to get voted in again, and then he starts or, a project that costs $25 billion. Uh-huh. It doesn't get finished. And you know it's going to get torn down, waste of money like we talked about before, and and where does that get – if anything, that ruins any type of legacy if you have. Because if he doesn't get that wall finished and he starts it, he's fucking going to be looked at as like the worst president ever, dude, because it's going to cost so much money and it's going to be nearly useless. And they're going to do it on purpose. They're going to try to fucking – Just like the Republicans, I said, like they did with the Democrats. They're going to try to fucking rip his shit down. They're not going to fucking pour money into that wall to maintain it or finish it or anything like that. Uh They're going to try to take it down and be like these heroes where like – or they'll they'll change it to where they'll – They'll make it into like a a new processing center like a new Ellis Island uh-huh. you know they'll like change the narrative or something and and they may even use the same structure that Trump built and turn it into like this welcome center for people and people are gonna hail it and trump's gonna look like a piece of shit <laughs> he 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 <laughs> needs to get that fucking wall done. And I just don't trust that he's gonna be able to. He doesn't even have the money yet. And he's two years in. He'll probably it, it,
1: he'll he'll probably try to legalize marijuana right before the end of his first term, then. If if like yep. you know, because that's that's gonna be what he has to do. And he'll pro- he'll probably say, I'll legalize it if there's a fifteen percent tax on it that goes towards the wall.
0: So, yeah, <laughs> you know. No, or you know, or it'll be something like I'll legalize it. Yeah, but I want a portion of these taxes put towards the wall. This takes the burden off taking money from the tax dollars of America. That's what I would um do this, if I were him. this'll this'll be a revolutionary um, law that'll help a lot of people. He's already been pardoning a lot of people, um and, and using people that are kind of socially involved. And what people like to listen to and watch with Kim Kardashian and all that type of shit, um, getting that lady who had those drug charges pardoned. And so I think, like I said, he can change his image with the left a lot. And if he does that, all those stoner votes, dude, are going to go his way if people are able to set up like they want to set up because what people don't what people don't understand is. People just want to be – they, they want to be free. They want to live their lives and shit. And if the, he's able to fucking do that, it just opens up so many different – so many fucking different things to not only – not only for marijuana smokers and not even like medically but just to products, like to make shit. Um, it's going to be a great thing and it's going to lead to a lot of good things in this country and a lot of fucking money um, because like I was saying before, I think we should scale back. Um, we already have some of the strictest laws to get into this country legally anyway, so I'm not saying adjust that, but like I said, we need to bring business back here and we need to pull workforces back here. There's no reason why in a country that we live in, that there should be homeless people and people are homeless for different reasons. Um, you know, mental health. Um, a a lot of people think it's so easy to just get a job when you're homeless. It's not. Um, and We need to take care of those people, rebuild those people, get people off the streets. There shouldn't be no hungry people. There shouldn't be fucking kids starving and needing food and not getting proper education and having facilities breaking down in schools, on roads and major cities like, yo, we need to start building this shit up, dude. That should be the main priority in this country is building America like its structure, its people, its poorest people, building them up. Because if you're my fucking drafting teacher told me this years ago and always stuck with me, if you take care of your you're only as good as your poorest people. Yeah. If you take care of your poorest people, middle class obviously is going to be better because there's going to be a trickle up effect. And then obviously the rich people are always going to be all right, but they're going to be doing even better because the poor guy who has to steal someone's fucking leather coat – and people say this all the time, but I'm telling you, man, people are in dire situations sometimes. Maybe they can't get jobs because they smoked a joint and got caught. And now they can't get a job. You know, There's all sorts of different reasons, but the people that are stealing coats or or trying to swindle their way doing this or selling that, if there's available jobs that pay good money and can keep you safe, people will do that. But people don't see those opportunities around them, and you have those situations. And obviously you're going to always have bad people. But – you just, there's not enough, dude. There's not, people don't like, it, people don't envision themselves working at Burger King when they, they grow up the poorest of the poor, when they know they can sell some drugs on a street corner, make quadruple the amount of money. Uh, socially, your peers are gonna look better, uh, better at you. Um, the music that people listen to socially, um, actually praise you for doing those things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So we have to come in there and take care of these people. And bring them up, man. Bring these fucking people up. And I'm telling you, everything will trickle up. Bring your products back here. People will buy American. We've already proved that before. People like America. They will buy our shit. And fucking start it here, dude. Start it fucking here. We have to change the whole game. Or this is never going to change, dude. It's always going to be very few at the top and everyone else. And it's just going to get worse because they keep jacking up rent. They keep jacking up food. And so it's like, yeah, let's build this fucking wall. We're going to generate. This is why people don't really like going to war anymore because war costs way too much money. It's not like the past where it like revitalized the country. It's different now, dude. Everything is so precise. Like each bomb that's made costs like fucking millions of of dollars. It's like things are changing to where war actually cost you money the best way to fucking is politically like through fucking stock markets and selling financially be
1: in control is where it's yeah at now, that's yeah.
0: power that's where the power is you don't have to kill people you don't look bad you don't get dragged down the street You know all these types of shit and so it's like that's not working infrastructure really doesn't generate money too because everything costs so much to make and build and that's why I think we need to start bringing in some of these technologies like Wind and solar and water and all this type of stuff, because once you get that shit set up, you already have your your money maker around you. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it cuts some of the costs down long term. But we have these institutions that are fucking locked in and we got to pry them fucking out of there. And so one thing that Trump is doing that I think that's really good is that even though you don't like Trump, He is getting you more engaged in politics now than ever before, and companies are scared about that because now people are looking into – products that are being made and what the people are doing. Now you can't just hide behind your wall and make a product and be a complete asshole and a scumbag. Now people are going to find out who you're raping, what you're putting in your fucking products, how you're treating your kids, how you're distributing money throughout your homeland where you live. Like Things are changing now. We're fucking starting to pull away some of these institutions and they're fighting tooth and nail and they're throwing money at all sorts of things to try to put down things like marijuana and fucking politics and separating us, keeping us divided so that laws don't get changed and there's just this back and forth because they benefit. Because if it's just going back and forth, they're staying even keel right there just making money. Right. But when they know when they know, when they get forced out, they're going to have to change. And those greedy fucks, you know what's so bad about these companies and these fucking pharmaceutical companies, they know that they'll still be okay. They're just going to lose money. That's all. But they're still going to be OK because people still need a place to divvy out medications, to make medications. And so they'll lose some business to companies that are already set up. But they right. don't nearly have the weight, the net worth to to just start spreading out. I mean – Any one of these pill companies, they can easily be like, you know what? We're going to stop making these types of pills, start focusing on medical marijuana and and curing people that way. And they'll lose a ton of money because they already have products and and a business model set up. But in the long term, they have the money and the finance to do something that's already been proven right. And so it may take 20 years, but you're going to turn over those profits and make way more than what you were making. Well, they're, they're probably
1: already researching that stuff now. You know, right. They're looking for the future. They know times are changing. And uh I yeah, I think they're probably I would be I would be surprised to find out that they weren't already researching medical marijuana.
0: Right. It's it's probably no happening. I agree.
1: Yeah. But go I agree. Going um if if you're if you want to keep talking about that, that's fine. But I, I wanted to mention something else about the wall. You know, well not yeah, like, not necessarily the wall, but like um I I I was thinking about, you know, people that come over with their kids, you know, because that's the hot topic now is, you know, families getting separated from their children when they're caught illegally trying to enter the United States. But do you think that they really know what our fucking laws are? And, you know, the reason I say that is, you know, if you if you living in another country, right, you're basically whether you're an adult or not, who knows, you, may, you're, you have a child, You've lived your life in that country. You speak the language of another country. You probably don't speak English and don't understand, you know, America's laws. Like, do you think they fucking know the law? Like, or do you think people are like, go, you know, if it's dangerous here, go to America, you'll be safe. And they just take their word for it, come over here and are greeted by the fucking border patrol, you know, and their kids are taken away. I, I just, I... I get that the law – I think the law was passed in 1965 or something, but I just look at it from that point of view. Do they know what they're getting themselves into?
0: You know what I'm saying? I think so. I think so. I think they know because that's why they try to get over so discreetly and not just walk over. Like they know that there's going to be issues if they come over, but they also know – that America does take a lot of people in depending on the situation. And so they're willing to take those risks because it's a better opportunity. They also know that America is not going to like be like some other places. Like when I was um, a young person, I used to do missions trips and I used to go to Jamaica and not like the, you know, nice places in Jamaica. um, But we used to go to the bad places too. Um, And we used to go to different churches and teach the kids and do different things. And we wind up going to this Haitian refugee co- refugee camp and we wind up building some relationships with some people that were there. And they basically had all these people. They weren't allowed to leave. Um, We were allowed to go in there. We gave them some food and some clothing and we talked to them and uh-huh. went out, played some sports with them and shit. Um, And I was keeping up with a lot of them. Um, And then it was time for them to go back and they were dreading going back because they knew – when they get sent back to Haiti, that they, they were going to get killed. And when they got back to Haiti, we never heard from them again. Oh, shit. And, and that's just the reality. And people know that that's not going to happen in America. And that's why that there's so many people that try to come over here. Right because they know America's not going to do that. So if you got to do a little bit of time in like a, a camp or whatever, it's not that big of a deal com- you know for compared to the opportunity to be able to set up and start a new life. Right. And then you can start going through the legal process once you're already here if you get in. You know, you could start or your kids can at least there's an opportunity for them. And so it's worth the risk for them but they know they know when they come over like what the deal is um it's been happening for a long time but it's a risk that i think that any of us would take if we had families and we lived in these places that's what that's I what would, that's what i was talking I about would before take there's risk. such a disconnect there's a disconnect yeah. between cuz america's been so separated we really we our grandparents had to deal with some shit You know, when they were younger. Right. Um, But we haven't had to go through that. If you were born, if you were like a teenager from, let's say, pretty much the 60s on, you really besides Vietnam, unless you got drafted to Vietnam, you really didn't have to deal with anything serious. As right. far as being like walking down the street, not getting blown up like you do in the Middle East, or having like a gang of people just come down the street and rape and kill you, like you see in a lot of these places in Brazil and Mexico and all this type of shit. It's just like, but there's good people that are there too, you know, like just like the town, you know, the town back in the day in the westerns that you saw, yeah, <laughs> you know, and the people were like in danger and shit, and there was people that were doing bad things, and so they packed up their shit and moved to a different town. Everybody loves a good Western. Well, you know, I guess if they're brown, it's not it's not okay. (laughs) but that's pretty but that's pretty much what a fucking Western is. You have all these criminals and all this crime and people are like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. And they they're starting to like really come out heavy. And I don't blame them. I think any of us would do that. And I'm tired of people be like, yeah, 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 I know. But it's like, no, 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 no. There is no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like. You have – if you have kids, you're telling me you wouldn't be able – you wouldn't be willing to take that risk, even risk their own life because you know that if they stay where they're at, there is no future. Don't people yeah. understand that? As a father, like,
1: I would take that risk for my kids. I would risk going to jail to make sure they were safe, and, and whether it's right or wrong, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. That risk that I'm taking will, will help – You know, there's a better chance they'll do well you know that way versus staying where you're at that I, if that was the case i would for sure take that risk
0: and here's something that nobody's talking about right is that maybe they're coming over knowing that they're going to get caught but knowing that their kids going to have a safe place that's to what stay I'm saying. and get yeah. meals yeah that's what i'm saying and get meals so it's like either way it's a win win right now and then maybe when you're in wherever you're at you can come up with a new plan to try to You know do it again or whatever But at least for the meantime your family's safe Right and so like people just don't Understand that because they're not used to it Like they grew up in a safe home from the time That they were born until now And they've had kids and they went to College and they played in their Football team and they had their friends And they walked the neighborhood and like It's not like that in a lot of places You can't just walk around your neighborhood You can't just hang out With your friends you can't just Go outside It's not like that everywhere, but people don't understand that and they take it for granted. They don't realize it can change at any moment. All it takes is a political fucking uh, administration that doesn't uh, feel a certain way, a government overthrow. It, it, all it takes is a fucking country beating you in a war on your homeland and you could fucking be living a totally different life. It all could take is maybe some gangs or maybe the white supremacy rises up again. It, it's out of everyone's control, you know what I mean? It's it's fucking, and you got blessed with an opportunity, and now you're looking down on other people who, or most of the world, I would even say, who doesn't grow up like you, even in places like Germany and France that are, um, like that are known places in Europe, they've had some serious shit pop off, yeah, you know. And even recently, not even that long ago, Germany was divided, East and West Germany. Like that was like what in the eighties or something, the late eighties. remember, shit. yeah. I think it was the late eighties. That's not that long ago, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like so. It's like we've been pretty cushy for. Quite a bit of time, you know, as far as that's concerned, there's plenty of other social and racial issues and shit. But I'm saying as far as that's concerned, and especially recently, if you're if you were born in anywhere from fucking 85 on my my generation, you didn't have to deal with no serious wars where you think your country might get taken over or some crazy gang. And by then, racism was being pushback heavy Mm -hmm. things were starting to look a lot better and it was like every things were starting to improve uh some fast some slow and you know but not like what they're going through out in some of these latin countries And, and and i just think it's terrible the way the way people are just going about it even if you agree or disagree like you know, you really aren't looking at the human factor and I'm really not surprised because like we talked about earlier in the episode, how, how we've been dividing ourselves from people, um, and from our origin, we're becoming, uh, more self-absorbed and we're not, Mm -hmm. we're not, we're not able to look at the world. We have so much information at our grasp. We don't process and understand and take it emotionally. Like we used to take it before, you know, if you got a paper, um, when the Titanic sank and you're like, oh, my God, 300 people died in the ocean, in the water. You're like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That happens now. It's on the fucking news for, for a couple weeks and then you never hear about it again. Worse
1: sh- and- shit happens that you see less time for less time. You know, yeah, like yeah. the
0: Titanic would have been something that would have been erased in like a month. It would, there would be no movies about the Titanic if that shit happened now. Yeah, people would be like, "Oh, someone made this faulty thing here," and then like people died, and like, "Oh, Donald Trump said that this," and then all of a sudden, people would be jumping on the next thing. Yeah, and so if we pr- if we process information that way, we definitely process humans that way as well. Um, So it's 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 tough, man. It's a real tough situation, and and I'm I'm really. It, I'm just really seeing a, a super divide, and I'm really interested to see how these next two years are going to go um, with the Trump administration. Man, I really am. Yeah, um, it's kind of crazy. But, it's
1: unpredictable,
0: you know. But but hey, guys, if you know if you're listening here, uh, don't leave us hanging. Go on iTunes. Um, you know, itunescom slash cipher with Tank and Smitty. I don't know if it's like that or just go just fucking go on iTunes, hit the app. If you have an iPhone, go on iTunes, type in late night cypher with tank and Smitty. You're not out of the woods. If you don't have an iPhone, because if you have an Android or anything like that, uh, you can go to Google podcast or you can go to Google play late night. Cypher with tank and Smitty overcast radio, late night cypher with tank and Smitty stitcher late night. Cypher with tank and Smitty. Um, (laughs) And if you want to watch a still game, Um, it's still at youtube.com slash practice based films. Um, also a shout out to Justin, who's a a sponsor of ours, who those, those some money at us so we could do some different things. Um, but what we're going to do right now is we're going to say, um, Tom, do you have the, uh, the riddle that you wrote? Yeah. Let me pull it up, man. It's going to take a second to get it. So he's going to pull, he's going to pull up that riddle. Um, and then what we're going to do is, is we're going to say it. And this episode will probably be up live tomorrow anywhere between 8 to 10 or so, something like that. And the first person to answer the riddle correctly um, will get the $50 Visa gift card. Um, so this is what you need to do. You need to email me your answer. And you're going to email the answer at Daniel Jared Photography at gmail.com. So that's D A. N I E L J A R E D P H O T O G R A P H Y photography. So Daniel Jared photography at gmail.com or you can go on to Facebook.com slash late night cipher with Tank and Smitty. We're also going to post the riddle up there and you could respond directly there if you know the answer. And whoever gets it first is going to get the $50 Visa gift card courtesy of Justin, our sponsor, and Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty. Um, so we really appreciate you guys listening. Um, I think this is the best way to really reach you guys is through the podcast. But please join us on Practice Space Films um, on YouTube if you want to watch this game, and which we're going to do in a couple minutes after we wrap up here. All right.
1: Um, so I got the got the got it? Yeah. So, okay. Here it goes. I'm going to read it twice. I was green once, but now dark. I come from the earth. I am versatile. Most people see me every day in a transformed state. What am I? All right, I'll, get, I'll do one more time. I was green once, but now dark. I come from the earth. I am versatile. Most people see me every day in a transformed state. What am I? Tell me,
0: <laughs> tell me. And that is the riddle. And uh, go ahead and send that to me, and then I'm gonna post it on the page, or just post it on the late night cipher page while we're while we're talking here. And um, yeah, and and answer it. And I'm gonna share it with a couple places and and give it a shot. Um, you can answer as many times as you want. Cause I want to see how foolish you are. Uh, <laughs> I, I got it wrong. Actually, he gave me the answer sooner than I wanted to. Cause I wanted to give it a couple more cracks at it, but I think it's going to be a good one. Um, if you know the end, an- I, I don't know, like if, if your wife would know the answer, she's not allowed to participate. She does. Uh, yeah. She can. Uh, yeah. So, she,
1: she so can. she's not
0: allowed to participate. Uh, my lady's not allowed. My wife's not allowed to participate. And so, um, Yeah. Yeah, so go ahead and do that. Go on Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty on Facebook. Like the page. uh, Share the page. Participate. Let us know what you want to hear. If there's a topic you want to talk about. If you want to join us, we want to start having more guests on the show too. Um, So we're going to be doing that pretty soon. I'm going to be requesting a couple people just to talk about – I want to see what – other people are doing let's connect with people late night cypher we want people to jump in the cypher with us um and that was one of the reasons why like we chose the name and so we're gonna be pulling in just normal people not like i'm not gonna sit here and try to get fucking celebrities and shit um you know that we don't have that type of reach um at least right now and so i want to talk to normal people maybe i want to talk to a plumber see how he does his job i want to talk to a wrestler or a dancer or a teacher or a police officer and bring them in and ask some questions and, and, and just get, get a, out there get, get, a get a people perspective, connected, get
1: a different perspective of a life of somebody else, you know, and how they grew up and what they're into that. That's to me is the most interesting thing. I can't wait for that.
0: Yeah, that's going to be great. So you might even be getting a message from us uh, coming up to try to get you guys on. Um, and really it's as easy as download an anchor app, uh, if you have iTunes or if you have, um, you know, an Android phone on your, on your app store, it's, you know, it's called anchor app and we're going to ask you guys to connect with us. And so we really appreciate you guys listening, jumping in with us and, and sharing. Uh, it's really awesome. Uh, tank, do you have anything else you want to say? No, nothing else. Just, uh, <laughs> no, no, just <laughs> get, get on that riddle. Send,
1: make sure you send those answers in. And then, uh, when are we gonna do the drawing? If, you know, I guess
0: next week. Next week, if if someone actually responds, <laughs> so <we'll, laughs> yeah, so well, if not, we'll just we'll take that money and throw it into the pot and and do something like get fucking cameras so you guys can see us on Twitch or something. So, uh, so we'll we'll do something like that. But we want we're giving away fucking free money, you assholes. So all you got to do is listen and and like. So you answer the riddle and you share. You answer the riddle, share the page, and boom. If you get it, fifty dollars free in your pocket. Can't beat that. Talk to you guys soon for episode 34 next week. Be easy. Stay alive. Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty. We out. We out.